What's up, y'all? It's another episode. Another episode here with Richard Starlin coming on. Forever I Ball, episode 28 of the Benchmark Podcast. It's going to be a good one, man. A lot of information I know is going to come from this. A lot of help for some of y'all athletes, trainers. Just waiting for Rich to hop on. You're up. Uh, you're up. How you, man? It's good, man. I'm chilling. What's up? Not much. Happy Sunday. What did you say? I couldn't hear you. I you said happy Sunday. Happy bit. Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy Sunday to you, too. It was good. Not much, man. Thank you for taking time out. Uh, your busy schedule to hop on yeah. for, for an episode of Benchmark Podcast. Um. I'm gonna get straight into it. Don't waste your time. Yeah, all right. A lot of <laughs> a lot of people don't know. You know, a lot of people. You know, oh, they trainers that trainers don't actually play ball. You actually played ball. You were successful. Yeah. I've seen you play ball. I played ball with you. You, you yeah. tough. What was it like <laughs> at a prestigious or story schools like St. Anthony's and St. Pat's? How was it? Man, um. It was it was a great experience. Um, I learned so much from just the business side. A lot of people don't know, like when you when you're playing basketball at a high level, like it it, it becomes a business. And I learned so much. I learned some good things, and I've also learned um, some bad things. Like overall, for me, I, I guess as a student athlete. It was for me. It was a bad experience. If you if you want to talk about me being in high school, I didn't really have a, a good high school experience. Now a lot of lessons were learned that kind of paid off to me as an adult. Get what I'm saying? So I guess yeah. when I was going through it, it was just a bad experience for me. But now as an adult some of those experiences are good because because of that experience, now I could see things a lot differently or see things coming that, you know, other upcoming athletes or student athletes may not see. You understand? So that puts me in a better position to help them to navigate through, I guess those, I guess you would call obstacles or, you know, challenges that they might face so your experience from from playing at such a high level though you're able to help those now that you help out like it wasn't the best experience but it helps in the long to be a a lesson a teacher to others right right most definitely um and just to just to further just answer your question like um like playing at Playing at St. Pat's and St. Anthony's, I mean, it was definitely, even though I didn't have a good experience, I think all of those lessons that I've learned, I wouldn't trade them for anything. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't trade those experiences for anything. It was definitely something that I needed to to experience, you know, for what I'm doing now in my life. 
so mentioning what you're, what you're doing now, you did go to Kinesis. You played there for a little bit. You transferred to Seton Hall University. Right. You got your degree from Seton Hall University. Was it always a part of your plan to do player development and skills training? Yes, most definitely. Like, I was – see, a lot of people don't know is that, you know, since social media has been a thing, you know, everybody is kind of, like, doing, like, the whole skill – development training type of thing yeah i was never like i was never motivated to be in skill development training because of you know what i saw on social media i've been doing this since i was i would say 18 19 before um, ig uh, facebook was becoming hot <laughs> when i was doing <laughs> this you know what i'm saying so so it's like, so I would say more so like, it was always a dream of mine. It was always a dream of mine. It was always something that I wanted to do. And I wanted to understand the business side of of basketball. But in that kind of like, in that category, as far as skill development um, um, goes. And um, it was something that I was always pursuing. Now, when I first got involved into it, one of my mentors, he got me into training because he wanted it to you. He wanted me, because I was still playing while I was, you know, doing, um, when I was training kids that were younger. And it was, I was just using that opportunity to coach others to develop my communicational skills uh. that's what i was doing it for and but i had already kind of like loved doing it but when i first started doing it it was because i just wanted it, it just it was just helping me and preparing me to when once i get to the next level to further my communicational skills and um that's that was good. basically that's good. right there why i got yeah that how i entered into it yeah so I've That's been in this you mentioned ten, ten plus years. <laughs> you was you was doing it before before the social media fame. Um, you mentioned one of your mentors. Yeah. Who have been some of your mentors in in this field for you? Um, well, some of my mentors, I would have to say, um, Rich Larry. He runs a Rich Larry. He has he runs a program. Um, out here in New Jersey, AU program, New Jersey Demons. They were really big in boys during the time I was playing. But now it's more so of like a girls program right now, and they're doing really well. Um, I would also say, you know, my mentors. I mean, I really wouldn't look at them as mentors, just great coaches that have been around. Even though I didn't have a good – experience I was still learning the game of basketball from you know Bob Hurley uh -huh. you know the Kevin Boyles um I would put him in that list also um Chris Vanis who's also now the um the the head coach of the Patrick School now and um and another guy I'm pretty sure that you you've heard of him I'm Sandy yeah you know, being around being around those guys, looking up to those guys, seeing how they move, seeing how they coach, and seeing how passionate they were about the game, definitely was. Uh, those guys were definitely um, influential into wanting into pursuing to have that, you know, a great basketball mindset and to be very knowledgeable about the game. Um, just learning from those guys, like the sacrifices, like they, they breathe, slept and eat basketball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, I looked up, I looked up to that. When it comes to training these players, um, do you feel it's a collaborative effort or is it more so you study their game and you see, all right, they need to work on this, this, that, and third, or is it something that you guys come together to decide how to improve? Well, I always look at it from a standpoint of being a collaborative effort and 
obviously, obviously, you know, you just, you, you always say you have to be just as passionate as I am if you want to get better. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if you come to me and say, Hey, I want to, I want to become a great, a great ball handler. I'm not, I'm not just going to, I'm not going to weigh in. I'm not going to put all the weight just on me to get you better. Because realistically, I can't get you better because I can't go out there and play for you. I can't go out there and tie your shoes. But what I will do is I will help guide you. So what I always say is um, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You know what I'm saying? You have to you have to soak up that information and what I'm teaching you for yourself. So I always say, you know, like when 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 I'm teaching, you have to internalize that information and you have to embody it. Like, you have to do it yeah. on your own. You know, it has to become a part of you. If it's not a part of you and you just think that the things that I'm teaching or the things that I'm showing you or the drills that we're just going through, you're just going to do them when you're just here with me. You're not going to get better. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So things like that, I mean... Is, is definitely a collaborative effort. I make them understand that, like, if I'm bringing 100% to a workout, if you're not bringing 100% to a workout, if you're not bringing as much effort as I'm bringing, then we can't work out together, basically. Uh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, some, now, sometimes, and I'm not saying that you can't be patient with an athlete. I'm very patient with my athletes. But if it gets crazy to the point where I have to keep on I, I got to keep on trying to motivate you, keep on trying to... You don't really want it for yourself. You know what I'm saying? The biggest... the biggest you, You're your biggest enemy. It's yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, if, if I have to continue to push you and, and, and motivate you every single time we hit the court, it's not going to work. Because clearly you're showing me that you don't want it for yourself. Like, I can't... I can't want it... I cannot... I can't want it more than you basically so that's where that collaborative effort has to come into play like you have to be locked in like i send my players i send my players videos and mm. the players that i work with i send them videos if they're not confident in something that i'm teaching them i always go to like a game and say hey look at this footwork look at the timing look at how the defense was playing here look at how he set up the move look at how he was deceptive before he attacked mm. you understand i i break it down to that point so that they believe like you have to build that trust within you know your players to let them know that look you're teaching them the right things you're teaching them the correct things but they also have to be locked in like I was speaking about you know the first half answering the first half of the question you have to be locked in you have to be passionate and you and I can't do it for you I can show you 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 have to you have to push yourself. I always say, I always say, and this is what I believe. This is just my opinion. I always say, nobody can push you as hard as you can push yourself. That's been something that I've been saying for the longest time. Nobody could push you as nobody could push you as hard as you could push yourself. And when you want it for yourself, you can you can tap into another level that you never thought oh. that was there. You know what I'm saying? But now it's good to have people to motivate you to think like that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody needs to be pushed at some point. But when you but when you take control of the wheel, you it get it get you go to a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's really a, a balance of being motivated and being able to motivate yourself, um, especially in that relationship of trainer and athlete. Because you see some of the top trainers. And athletes still play the same. And people don't, you know, all the time take into the fact of maybe it's the athlete, maybe it's not the trainer. Maybe the right. athlete isn't doing. The trainer's only seeing them at most maybe two or three times a week. Right. What are they doing those other days? What are they doing to actually improve? Are they watching a film that you're sending them in? Exactly. But then, but then on the flip side of it is do some trainers actually care? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because... This is when you start diving into the money aspect. <laughs> like, are you doing it for the money or are you doing it to actually get this 
get this person to the next level. You know what I'm saying? And then that's a funny game when you we started, but you know, I ain't no here trying to judge people. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? We know that's a that's a whole nother Yeah, whole that's nother a whole topic. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think helps build players' confidence? Because you know, once you get out on the floor, when you have that confidence, you see players that most may view as a subpar player or an average player, but once their confidence is going, they take it to another level. How do you think helps build players' confidence to play at that level? Well, I always say repetition builds confidence, experience builds confidence, and also, you know, there there has to be that failure aspect. Mm. There has to be a failure aspect into building confidence and um, being able to overcome that adversity builds confidence. It's so important because, you know, you got to, you got to figure it out. You have to, you have to figure it out. You have to figure it, you have to figure these things out. And, and also just getting comfortable, like, you, you you always hear that concept of, you know, take yourself out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Get comfortable. Take yourself out of your com- comfort zone. Get comfortable with what's uncomfortable. You know, you you always want to be able to to adapt to those to those, I guess, adapt to that environment or those hostile environments that you're not comfortable in, and mm-hmm. and try to thrive in them, try to excel in them, and try to get comfortable in them. And I think those players who run away from that and just they they don't accept it for what it is, um, you know they they can never get over that hump. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's why you don't see, you know, certain players really excelling, you know, in those in those moments where we say, "Oh, you choked." You know, it's not it's not that you choke. It's just like you're not accepting, you know, for what it is. Like you have to say, and, and you also, and, and and a lot of pressure comes from yourself too. It's the pressure that you put on yourself. Mm-hmm. I I believe I believe that no one can put pressure on you but yourself. It's just just it's just you have to change your perspective. And I'm not saying that because I've been in pressure situations, and where I could say that I've choked, but. And and I've cried after, I've cried after games, you know, because I was just like, dang, I can't believe that I did that. And but it was because I would say it was because like I never experienced anything like that. But once I got the experience, and I was ready to go back, I wasn't letting that happen again. You understand? I wasn't letting that happen again. You know, so because sometimes people could, people could be in a situation that they've never been in before, and they just don't know how to handle it. But you gotta understand another opportunity will come and that's the that's the that's the thing about basketball you're gonna get another opportunity you're gonna you're gonna get another you're gonna get another opportunity you just have to be ready for it and once you get that feeling and and once you get that feeling i mean it's i mean some players a lot of players they some players just don't have it you know i'm saying they're afraid like or, or, or scared of the moment but i'm i'm the i'm the type i could just speak for myself personally i'm the type of person that once once I get that experience or once I go through something and I, and I get to sit back and analyze where I made my mistakes, I'm going to adjust and I'm going to come back strong. That's just that's just me. Some players, they just don't know how to overcome that. Like, you could talk to players about it all the time. I mean, I, I try to mentor players about that a lot. Uh-huh. But the one thing, and, and see, this is where I guess kind of like as a skill development trainer, you could talk to players about things, about certain things. But there's but one thing that you can't teach, you cannot teach someone toughness. I can't teach you how to be tough. Can't teach you how to be mentally tough. That's one thing you can't teach. You know what I'm saying? Unless be like, all right, yeah, we're gonna walk down this dark alley and we about to get jumped. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> some people some people just some people just don't know how to fight, man. Like you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Some people just some people just don't know how to fight. Period. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like I can't really explain that. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't really I can't really explain. I mean, I can explain as much as I can, but at the end of the day, you can't you can't teach somebody how to be tough, man. It's just some things that you gotta go through for yourself. Like you said, you gotta face the adversity, you gotta face sometimes failing. It's all about how you respond. And everything you just said though is really a life lesson, because that's life. You're gonna have right. to go through a bunch of things that you may not like that may not go in your favor. And right. have that mental toughness that like, I'm gonna keep pushing, I'm gonna keep going through. Right. That it's not something that can be taught. That's that's the intangibles that everybody talks about. Right. Can't be taught in that regard. Right. Um, something that is always a debate that you see between, you know, players growing up, even professionals now, a debate of how some believe you don't need the weight room, some just believe you need to be in the gym. What do you think? Like how should that be coupled? Should it just be weight room and should it just be in the court, or you think it should be a collaborative weight room and lab work? Well, this is where this is where that terminology, that terminology comes when you hear three a days. Mm. See, that's that's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? I was I, I actually just got finished um, working with one of my um, one of my student athletes, and I was talking to him about like we only we only doing this for like an hour and a half. You ain't really working. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and he's still young, but I was just explaining to him, like, man, you ain't, you ain't really doing nothing. You out here for an hour and a half. Like, that's not nothing, man. Like, like, you got to be doing three a days. Like, you got to do skill work, do strength and conditioning, right? Mm -hmm. And then later on a date, either do skill work again or you're playing basketball. You know what I'm saying? So it has to be a collaborative effort of all of those things. If you want to be someone who wants to develop and have a wants to wants to develop their game and have a you know have high a good skill set, you know you have to be able to have those things working for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's something that I know as I got older, I didn't realize how hard you had to work a lot right. of people don't, don't realize that like that's not anything to take lightly like you said right. some people do four days like hearing Kobe's work ethic that's right. that was the blueprint of telling you what you have to do to get there now if you don't want to get to that level that's cool which I'm right. going to tell your players like hey you don't have to do that if you don't want to it's, it's, it's cool but if right. you do I'm going to hold you to a certain standard that you're going to have to do this Right. And and when you and, and then for some people when you hold them to that high standard, like to the average person, to the average person, that's insanity. That's insane. Like like I'm working out for how many hours? Ten hours a day? That's crazy to some people. Uh -huh. Like when you consider the fact like all right, I'm working out two hours here, then um lifting for two hours and then you know what I'm about to play basketball for like five hours that's like seven seven eight out you know what i'm saying just playing basketball just in the gym all the time and some people they don't really want to you know accept that for what it is to live that lifestyle and play at a high level but you know you get a lot of kids that talk and say hey i want to do x y and z and i want to do this i want to i want to play division one or i want to go to the league but you're not putting in the necessary work that you need to put in and, and the crazy thing about it is these guys are telling you how to get there. Mm -hmm. and But but also, they also factor in that nothing is promised. Nothing is promised. Like, you can put yourself in a position to be successful, but, that, but even if you work that hard, it's not promised to you, you know? And so you just have to appreciate it and, and, and embrace and enjoy the journey as much as you can. That's it. Alluding to, I, I went on your Twitter, and it was a tweet you tweeted last month. You said, right. people get mad when you tell them the truth. Yeah. Um, do you think the players in this era, um, in this time growing up, that you sometimes train or that you see, are sometimes coddled and can't really handle the truth? Like, I know I've trained with you. Right. I've always appreciated that. You let, hey, now nah, you need to work on your jump shot. You ain't got a left hand. You let 
you keep it cut yeah. dry to let the players know. So yeah. you think in this era that that's one of the things that is flawed with some of the basketball players being coddled, you know, with all the mixtapes and yeah. I mean, I don't think for me, and this isn't a this isn't a shock to anyone because I don't have kids. I feel like it it, it boils down to the parents as well more than the more than the kids because I remember when I was in the gym and I was training and and I was getting coached and the coach was saying some crazy stuff like you know what I'm saying I was I'm not going to say who it was but he was going crazy right but my dad he would just sit there and he would just allow me to be coached mm. you know what I'm saying allow me to be coached allow me to go allow me to go through it like just allow allow me allowing me to to be coached mm. you know and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of people out here and a lot of parents like you don't even have to have accolades they just think they know what it is like you know what i'm saying they just think they know what it is they just think they know and that trickles down to the kid mm. you know what i'm saying it, it trickles down to the kid to where it's just like oh i just think i just i just know it all you know what i'm saying and and they don't even have like they don't even have anything to like just imagine you know you know, just being arrogant or being cocky for no reason. <laughs> it's nothing, just like... And, nothing and, they had on. Right, and it's just like, listen, like, you know I do this every day, right? Like, you know, like, you know, I, like, not saying, not saying that, not saying that I, not saying that, I'm, I, I'm not saying that in a way, like, oh, I do this every day, like, like, no, I still, as a player development coach, I still feel like I need to get better, and there's a lot that I need to learn. Um, I still feel that way, but if you, the reason why I say it, like, you know, I do this, like, I do this more than you. Like, I teach more than you. Like, this is my job versus this is just something where you just, you just. Hobby. Yeah, this is just a hobby for you. Like, this is my job. Like, this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I love to do. And, you know, I question you about something and it's just hard for some people to accept. Like, even at some, even at some schools that I've coached at, like, like, prime example, I'm not gonna say their names. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shed any light on those schools. But you know, there are certain schools, high schools in New Jersey that have basketball programs, and during the season, like the kids will go on vacation in the middle of a basketball season. You know, and I'm saying like, hey, if you want to win, you want to have a winning program. You have to be committed. And when you say things like that, they don't want to accept that. They don't want to accept that. They they will get mad. They got mad. And, you know, if you say, hey, I think the culture needs to change, like a winning culture. But some people are just comfortable with what they have, and they don't want to reach for higher heights. They don't believe it. So they, But, but they talk it. Uh. They, they talk that talk, but they don't want to walk it. You know, and and that's that's the thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing when it comes to the players too. You talking, but you ain't working. You know what I'm saying? And yep. you're just wasting time. You're just wasting time. Yeah. Like but, yeah. Uh, everything everything you said was right, because it is really up to a point of always staying coachable. And that's yep. even in your position with all the accreditation and the fame that I know from knowing you don't really matter to you, but with exactly. all that, you still are in a position where you're like, nah, I still have stuff that I need to learn, stuff that I need to improve on. Right. At, like you said, it kind of starts at, at the top with the right. parents. How, how are you raising the kids to have that attitude of you're going to be coachable, you're going to be teachable. Right. The person knows what they're talking about. Right. And even if, even if, and even if as a parent, like, you disagree like, I'm still putting that in my pocket. Like, you know how many times, you know how many times somebody called me slow? Oh, I'm the slowest, I'm the slowest point guard you've ever seen. That motivated me. That motivated me to be faster. So whatever you, whatever you see, if you like, yo, like, like you could look at me right now and be like, yo, yo, you're mad quick or you're mad fast. The reason why I'm quick and the reason why I'm fast is because of what they said. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. because of what they said. Because guess what? When I was in high school, when I was 14, they said, oh, I'm the, I'm the slowest point guard they've ever seen. Oh, what? I am? I'm going to go out there and run. That made me go out there and run. And guess what? I didn't need mommy and daddy to tell me to go out and run. Huh? You got to be self-motivated in this game. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it's like sometimes, you know, those negative things that you want to hear, that, that you don't want to hear could actually benefit you. It could actually help you become, you know, a better player or a beast that you never thought that that you could become. You know what I'm saying? It could, it could tap it, it could tap into a whole new levels of you as an athlete when you hear those things. But if but if you don't want to accept some of these things, like it's just like okay, stay the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stay the same. If you don't, you feel me? You used it as motivation. Others right. as not nah, what they're saying isn't true. What they're saying isn't fact. And instead of right. using it as motivation to get better, like you said, you stay stuck. And then you right. why some of your friends, some of you are progressing while you are still in the same spot. Right. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. You know of these players that have the ceiling of potential mm -hmm. that never actually reach that potential. And I... Right. I think that's one of the worst things in the world, like in general, to have potential, a bunch of potential, and you never reach it. Yeah, it's really on you. It's on you why you didn't reach that potential. Yeah. Uh, for somebody, as we mentioned, you don't care about the fame, but how has it been from starting, as you mentioned, at 18 to now you're getting, you're working with 2K, you yeah. the subscribers on YouTube, IG. Uh, I saw when you went viral on a couple pages, you know, working out in the rain, which. Yeah has been something that you've been doing, again, long before right. days, all, all of that. You've been doing this type of work, putting that work yeah. in. How has it been seeing it progress to these heights? Um, Honestly, man, it's really, it ain't, it ain't, how can I explain this? It's not what you think it is. Mm. It's not what you think it is, like, like for me, and I don't know. I'm I'm just speaking for myself. Uh -huh. Like you may see, all right, one thirty, one thirty two k, you know, on my page. I I feel the same way. The same way that I feel about that one thirty two k is the same way I felt when I had three hundred followers. The same way, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't know what it is, uh -huh. but, and I don't and and, and for me, like. And like for me, like I don't really, I don't really collab with a lot of people. Like I don't really get into that whole, that whole social media world. I kind of just go out there and just like be myself. Like you know what I'm saying? So like, like, like what you just said. You said that um. You said that, like I've been doing this in the rain. Like some people just thought that I did that for clout. Like no, it wasn't raining. And I got caught in the rain. And I said, you know what? Like I've been out, I, like I've been out here. I'm not about to leave until I finish. It just so happened to be that I just got caught in the rain doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't just I wasn't raining and be like, oh snap, you know, this would be a cool video to just catch in the rain. Like, but that's what people think. That's what people think. But if you know, but like, if you know me, you know like that's something that I've been doing for the people who know me. But that's why you can't really like feeding the social media like that because these people don't know who you are as as a person like you know you've been around me for some time so you kind of like get and like understand um me a little bit like you know what i'm saying it's just as far as like what i do like and the, the biggest thing that i always try to tell people i always try to tell people like you know you know be yourself you know what i'm saying just be yourself and you know i appreciate i appreciate the big platforms that 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 put me that put me out there you know i'm not like it's still good for you it's still good for your business to have that exposure like i'm not i'm not taking anything away from that when i say oh i feel the same way yeah i it just it just really doesn't like like i don't know i feel like like there was a post that i just seen that you know, social media could be so deceptive because 
like people are just only showing you the good parts yep. of their life. They're just they're just showing you the good parts of their life. They're not showing you the, like their pain or you know what they struggle with on a daily. They're not seeing you're not seeing those things. So if I'm looking at somebody else's page and it's just positive, positive, positive all the time, if I could if I start comparing my life to them and just be like, dang, their life is so great, when not knowing like they could be going through something or struggling with something too. That's personal that they're not putting out there you know what i'm saying and so we can't really that's why you can't really dive deep into someone else's life or to be like yo what does it feel like to have you know a million followers like i feel like it really doesn't mean any anything like yes yes appreciate it appreciate the stage but and and, and appreciate the platform but at the same time you still got to understand like like everybody out here is still human beings you know what i'm saying you can't really be big-headed or um, anything like that, like you got to remain humble because, I mean, I mean it's, it's it's just social media. That's the way that I look at it. But I know it's hard for some people to like, you know, really just snap out of the. Oh, I got to compare myself to X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? And just as far as like the YouTube and different things like that. What would you ask? I was just saying like with how your platform has grown with the fame that, you know, as you mentioned, a lot of people look forward to how yeah. you though. You said what? How has it been for you? Because I know you and I know it don't matter to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, for me, yeah. So, yeah, just basically, yeah, just all of that. I mean, if, if you take something from it, if you take something from what I post or, you know, anything, I mean, it, it, that's what you like. I mean, I'll, I'll keep making, you know, the videos or or if you take something out of it or inspiration out of it, that's what I want it. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to, I want to do that, but I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, con- I'm content. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just content within what's going on with, with social media. You understand? Yeah. yeah. It's refreshing to hear that um, for anybody that's watching too. All of this happened from you just being you. Right. It, it wasn't forced. It was something that, all right, well, if we post at 12 o'clock and it's raining, I know I'll get yeah. X amount of people to view it. Yeah. This happened just from you being you and doing what you love. Passionate. Right. And the, cra- and the crazy thing about it is, like, I did go, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I did go through a phase where, you know, that's what I thought. I'm, I'm thinking, like, yo, I want the, I want the attention. Um, like, I feel like I'm not being appreciated, but then I'm just like, hold up, like, like, why am I thinking like that? Because it was just like, yo, people do the dumbest things and it gets glorified. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was just like, hold up. Like, I can't, I can't be a part of this, like, goofy stuff like this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy, like, it's easy to go viral. Just do something dumb. Yep. Just do something dumb. You know, just be silly. You know, it's easy to go viral. Like, that's what people want to see. Like, unfortunately, you know, people are drawn to, you know, negativity. You know what I'm saying? Yep. That's what and, sells. Yeah, that, that's what sells. And it's like, like, man, like, I ain't, that's not really me. So once I figured that out, then I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just stay in my lane and I'm going to just keep moving forward. And whatever happens, happens. But I'm going to still continue to be the best version of myself. Now, something that you you often post on your post when you do put video photos, hashtag hard, hashtag hard workers only. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me about why you chose to use that hashtag. Well, well um, hard workers only. The reason why I use that hashtag is because I want everybody to know this, just the standard of what I'm setting. You know what I'm saying? That standard, like. I'm setting the bar. I'm setting a standard of excellence. I'm setting a standard of excellence. This is what I don't even like for me. I don't even care if you a scrub. I don't care if you a bum. I don't care if you have no skill. But I'd rather take somebody that works hard and gives maximum effort than a skilled athlete. Prime example. Look at what's going on in the finals right this year with the Miami Heat. And the Lakers, the Lakers have all the talent. Miami has the hard workers. They going yep. in. They making up. They making it a hard fight for the Lakers to win that championship. 
You know, and you got to respect them. You got to respect them for that. And, you know, I take somebody that gives me they are and, and, and plays with heart and gives that effort every single time. Like, you ain't got a question. You ain't got a question. Um, You ain't got a question a kid whether he's going to go hard. I don't have to coach you on your effort. I don't. I don't. I don't have to. I don't have to coach you on your effort. That's that's one of the. That's that's what I that's what I say to my students all the time. Like I should not be coaching on your effort. If I have to talk to you about your effort, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? And you know you always want to have athletes like that around you. You know what I'm saying? I mean it's it's a it's definitely um it, it it's I mean it's definitely a pleasure to 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 coach someone who has that mentality to work hard. Last, last question before we transition to the with the fitness segment. What's one piece yeah. of advice you would, you know, give to someone trying to be a player development player development coach? Um the one piece of advice is man, you know what? It's crazy because the way that I see development player development training like it's it's changing like it's changed a lot so for me i just feel like you can't you can't be you can it just depends on if you have good relationships with people mm. like if you're going to be that networking type of person you know network build relationships if you're trying to get your foot in the door which is something that I kind of like failed to do. I haven't really networked. I haven't really, you know, built relationships um, with people on that level. I've tried, but you know, that's that's a whole nother story. So that's number one. That's that's number one advice. Like, just build build relationships. Get to know people. That can get your foot in the door. Another way is is my my, my second piece of advice is you can't be that person that teaches something that you can't do for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of guys, and I, I don't even, like, I don't want to diss people out here, but it's not like, it's not that I'm dissing them. It's just like, I'm not going to learn, I'm not going to learn how to dribble from a soccer player. Yeah. Or I'm not going to learn how to shoot from a baseball coach. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like things like that that I see, which is which is weird to me, but I mean I mean if that's your cup of tea, that's your cup of tea, you know what I'm saying? But I can't <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I get I, it. I, I hear you. I don't get it like I don't get it sometimes, man. Like I don't I don't get it sometimes. Like I'm not gonna learn like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna learn how to, you know, manage my money from someone who robs banks. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 what are we doing? <laughs> like, 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 what it are we sense. doing? Like, what, like, what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to learn how to cook from somebody that, um, you know, flips burgers at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? That's backwards. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't get it. I don't, but, I don't get it. it. That's just me, though. That's just me. It's, that's just what I. That's just my perspective. From what I see, I I just don't get it. But, but, but that's kind of like, you know, social media is kind of like a funny place. Or maybe people just don't see what I see. You know what I'm saying? People don't see what I see, like the like the detail, and the understanding of the breakdown of certain things. You know, I mean, that's just the way that I. I look at it. That's kind of like my perspective on it. I mean, that goes to something one of my OGs always told me. Common sense isn't that common. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Most people will be like, yeah, you don't go to somebody that's a professional football player to learn how to be a professional soccer player. Right. There's two different two different things, but that is not. Oh my, oh, my gosh, man. Like, speaking of that, Jesus, man. 
that that like you saying that kind of like brings me to like other conversations that I've had with people that we've had disagreements. Mm-hmm. Like the same way that you would build a baseball program, you don't build that same baseball program the same way you would build a basketball program. Oh. It's totally two different sports. But for some reason, this person thought it was the same thing. But it, it that just kind of like brought that conversation. And but it, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It's whatever, man. You know, it's it's crazy, bro. Like I don't get it. Like I don't get these people. I don't get how they think. But like you said, maybe people just don't see it the way you see it, and those that see it the way you see it, they are yeah. right. They able, to, they able to grow from it. They able to. You feel me? That's the people yeah. that you gotta help out with. You can't try to convince people that are stuck in their ways of not trying to understand. Right. At that point it's just like, all right, I tried to help you. I tried to give you my wisdom, my knowledge, but. Right. I even go to that scripture where it says you can't be given the the pearls of wisdom to the pigs. They not you give right. you give gold to a pig. He ain't going right, absolutely, yo. And 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 the crazy thing is, it's just like you know, you try to give these people your your, your best effort. You try to give them your best effort, and it's just like you know, they don't want to accept it for what it is, and then they try to challenge you and say, "Hey, have you have you ever built anything?" You know, off of, and then they think they think that they built things off of things that that were handed to them. Mm-hmm. It's different. <laughs> like you can't you can't tell me you built something if something was handed to you, and then you walking around like you built it. It's different breed. You know? That don't make no that don't make no sense to me. Like you know what I'm saying? Somebody handed you something. You walked in like you walked into a good situation, and you sticking your chest out like, yeah, this is all me. I built this. No, you didn't. It's different when you got to build it from ground up. Or from the ground, it. exactly. And you get there, it's already on floor 23, and you just got to go to floor 24. Or right, exactly, man, exactly. But, you know, I, I'll be the crazy person, I guess. <laughs> hey, they even called Jesus crazy, so I guess you were in good, right. good conversation. Um, right. Last segment, right. get you out of here. With the quickness, we're going to ask you some questions. All right. That pops in your head, you just got to run it by. Uh-huh. I think this is a better comparison than what they be typically doing. So, uh-huh. Matt or Braun? Braun. Braun. All right. Curry or AI? You know I got to go with AI. You know, you know I have to go with <laughs> AI. You know I got to go that. I asked Pat about this, Pat. When he was kind of stuck, he wanted to go with Curry. So, I just I had to run it by you real quick. Yeah, yeah. Prime D Rose or Westbrook? I gotta go with Prime D Rose. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like they they look at Westbrook, they be like, "Oh, Westbrook." Um, um, D Rose was Westbrook before Westbrook. It was like, nah. What you mean? Like that's yeah. that's the youngest. That's the youngest MVP in NBA history. What you talking about? Right. Um, somebody I've seen it. A lot of people know this. Um, you're crazy with the handle so your top five ball handlers of all time my top five my top five ball handlers well i gotta go with ai first then i have to go pistol pete mm-hmm. then i'm gonna go jason williams white chocolate yes sir then i have to go i'm gonna have to go with I'm going to go Kyrie, and then I'm going to go Jamal Crawford. I don't know that many people that can argue with that list. Uh, yeah. Probably some <laughs> that don't know about Pistol Pete. Uh, yeah. But Pistol Pete, Yeah, Pistol Pete, Pistol Pete, you know, he was, and, and a lot of these guys are, like, like, like inspirational. I would, only, only say, only person I would say, only person I was, I would say that does that didn't really like have that most that influential. I just like his style and the way that he dribbles and the way he plays is, is Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but see, a lot of people don't know that Kyrie has taken a lot of moves from Jamal Crawford. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't see that. Like people don't like like there's been games where I see Jamal Crawford do a move, and literally Kyrie would do it. 
the same season, same spot, same situation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't catch that, but I catch all of that. Um, but I feel like those guys, you know, are 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 top 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 my top five where I would say like, you know, are inspirational to me. To me. Hey, that that's all that matters. Is yeah. Um, last one, we're gonna get you out of here. Five people, dead or alive, that you'd like to go watch a basketball game with. Hmm. <laughs> Five people, dead or alive, they could be athletes, preachers, cooks, right? IG models, whatever you want to choose. Well, you know, number one, gotta go, Riyada. Riyada be at the games. <laughs> That's number one. You gotta go. Rihanna, Rihanna be at the be at the games. Rihanna be at the games. Who else be at the games? Beyonce be at the games. Yeah, yeah, that's two. That's Beyonce two. be at the games. Who else? Who else? Who else be watching basketball games? Dang. But we got Rihanna. We got Beyonce. I'm gonna have to go with Serena Williams. Serena Williams. I don't even know if I seen that at a basketball game, but yeah, basketball game. <laughs> Who else got two? We got two more. I probably want to go see a game with AI. Mm -hmm. And the fifth one. Um, let me let me pick like a. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick a dead. Put pick a dead person. Um. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go to the game with, with Michael Jackson. Oh, that would be crazy! Oh, <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. We couldn't get in the building. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jackson, Mike, MJ. Oh yeah, forget yeah. it. From beginning to end, he's gonna be on the big screen. Y'all not getting in. Y'all not getting out. We gonna we gonna have we gonna have that we gonna have them jackets on. Ain't nobody never seen looking fly. Not even watching the game. Just looking at exactly. just looking at ourselves in the. In the in a jumbotron screen, not even watching the game, man. They go, you know, all eyes on the building. They, they, it's gonna be on Michael Jackson. Not, the whole, not the even, whole they not time. even gonna be watching the game. Hey, Mike, you can perform at halftime. <laughs> exactly, right? Whole time, but Rich, I appreciate it. Thank you for taking time out your busy schedule uh, to hop on, bench my podcast. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, keep doing your thing, man. I'm watching you. You know what I'm saying? Definitely proud. Um, what, what else? What else? Yo, congratulations on getting married. I see you. Appreciate I see you doing all of those things, man. Doing all those things, man. It's it's good. It's good to see you. You know, doing your thing. Um, and you know, you're just continuing to be um productive. I love to see it. You know, especially with guys that I've that I've been around. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. Um, keep, keep doing your thing, man. Appreciate it for sure. Uh, all glory to God on that one. But yes, sir. And thank you for your time. Bench mob, we out. Peace. Yes, most definitely. Thank you.